Hello, frenzies, and welcome to episode 23 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. I go by the Whimsical Teacher Online, and today's episode is going to be all about fighting the winter blues. And I'm I'm calling it Fighting the Winter Blues Part 2 because last month I did another episode like this. It was a great episode, but I'm still feeling blue. I don't know about you. So I decided to talk about it again because when we talk about things, sometimes they get better. At least I know that March is coming soon, one of these days, right? Okay, let's get on with the show. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Hey, 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 before we start, I just wanted to say thank you for hanging out with me today. And I would love to see who's all listening out there. So if you could post a story of yourself listening to this or tag me in a post or even find me on Facebook to tag me, I am always found as the whimsical teacher. I would just like to see who's out there listening. If I say anything that helps you or that you can relate to, I would love to hear about it because I just want to see who's listening to the show how how am I impacting people? It kind of helps me keep going from week to week. So if you've already given me a shout out, thank you so much. And yeah, let's let's get on with this. Hey, 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 frenzies. Welcome back to episode 23 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. And on today's episode, I still wanted to talk about the winter blues. Now, um, a month and a half ago or so, I did an episode called Fighting the Winter Blues, Break, Beating the Winter Blues, and I'm still feeling winter bluesy. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed making the episode and I took a lot of the t- uh, a lot of tips out of the episode for myself. But I don't know. January is like the most depressing month of the year for me every year. I I really struggle with January. I've had seasonal depression my whole life. Um, I know I, I went through a bout in my mid-20s where I just wouldn't even leave the house at all. <laughs> Like I actually would quit my job and just sit at home for three or four months over the winter, like completely out of my mind depressed. So this is something that I've struggled with for a really long time. And I thought we could talk about it a little bit and hash it out. And I know there's a really popular meme that goes around for teachers and it kind of shows like this anticipation that you have over the summer. And then you go back to work and you kind of go through this period of disillusionment, you know, like, oh man, I'm back and everything's kind of a whirlwind. And then reality sets in and that magical grace period with your class ends and they're not being so polite anymore. And then you're like, oh boy, when's the next break? Oh boy. (laughs) You're like, by the end of first quarter, you're kind of like, whoo, okay, ready for summer again. Anyway, 
I kind of thought that when I became a tech coach, an instructional coach, that these sort of like my seasonal depression, maybe it wouldn't be as bad because I wasn't dealing with the parents and the grading and so many of the things that teachers have to deal with. I mean, overall, my stress level went down by at least 90%. (laughs) But I still have this horrible depression during the wintertime. And a lot of it has to do with the daylight. And I know that there are, you know, UV sun lamps that you can get and stuff. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what it's really like, what it feels like, and, you know, when you should go get help for it. Uh, For instance, in my situation, I believe I was 24 maybe 25-ish. I was out of college and I was doing a lot of odd jobs. It was before I decided to become a teacher. And I just remember probably about three years where I would work a job for about nine or 10 months and then I would quit it. And when I was looking back at my job history, I was like, oh my gosh, I quit all of my jobs in like the towards the end of October, early November. And then it seems like I didn't start working again until February or March. So I just had these really, I remember going through these debilitating periods of depression where I couldn't even leave the house really. And I would, and it's almost like I knew it was going to happen because I'd save up my money and I'd get my bills paid. And then I'd always find some weirdo reason at the end of October to quit my job. And as you know, as a teacher, like that's just not possible. You cannot quit your job in October. <laughs> Some people want to, but I'm I'm beginning when I look back at it and I'm thinking about the times that I went to therapy and like nobody ever brought up seasonal depression, but obviously that that's what I was going through because for 3 or 4 years straight I had this cycle of quitting my job or starting something new in October or early November, even like breaking up with boyfriends (laughs) Um, or starting new relationships. They always came towards the end of October or early November. And then I'd have another change February, the end of February, March, sometime after President's Day. And I think this pattern is really been because of seasonal depression. And I mean, what is there really to do about it besides, you know, getting a UV sun lamp or traveling or moving somewhere where it's sunny all year round, maybe getting on antidepressants during that period or just antidepressants in general. Um, But I just thought if you've already been to a doctor over this or you feel like you're not really ready for that step. I wanted to just talk about some things that have helped me a lot getting through the hard days, even though they're still there. I mean, I'm going to work when it's dark out and I'm coming home when it's dark out and it has a weird, like I feel this heavy cloud over me all the time, especially during January. Now I think like November, getting that Thanksgiving break and seeing family, it kind of puts an extra pep in your step. And I think in December, so many people are so busy planning for the holidays. Like you have a lot of different events to keep yourself busy, but then you kind of crash after January because here you are in the dead of winter, the coldest days usually, you know, it's, it's gradually getting a little more light outside, but you're still feeling 
pretty bummed out. And like for me, I just cannot wait until February. I do have a little trip that I'm taking, but a lot of it is the the daylight and the seasons changing slowly and all of that stuff. So I just thought I would share with you some things that are going to help me get through the next couple few weeks and maybe they can help you too. So this is Winter Blues Part 2. Here are my tips next. Okay, I found these tips on a website called mindbodygreen.com. They have a lot of really cool self-care tips. And I'm just going to go through, and this is this article was called uh, Self-Care Ideas to Try When Everything Seems Impossible. And that's really all I can describe my winter depression. Everything feels impossible. It's so hard to get out of bed. It's so hard to be productive. It's so hard to do anything that just everything just feels easier when it's not January. (laughs) I feel like I could have that as the title to my next record. Everything is easier when it's not January. (laughs) Okay, so let's go through this list a little bit. I thought we could just, you know, Google up some ideas, brainstorm together, and maybe you can walk away from this episode feeling like you're going to conquer the next few weeks of winter, whether it's, you know, six to eight more weeks that you're looking at. I don't know. What did the ground? Oh, the groundhog hasn't come out yet. That's in February. See, so many great things happen in February. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing on here is to celebrate the little victories and celebrate little moments along the way that actually make you feel special because those things will make you feel more grateful for your life. I definitely do try to do this. I know back in August, I think it was the first week of school, I took my husband to a rock concert and we had so much fun that weekend. I don't know why, but we were just on fire. We were really, we were really clicking, having a really good time that weekend. And if you're married and you've been married for a while, you know, it's not always like that. <laughs> you know, like you don't always just have the time of your life together. Sometimes it is a bit of a struggle getting along. <laughs> But for some reason this weekend in August, we were just really clicking, had no disagreements. Everything was just so much fun. And I don't I don't know why, probably because it was August and not January. <laughs> but anyway, we, we were listening to the song on the radio and we both started making the same weird movement, kind of like we were grinding salt and pepper shakers. And so now every time that song comes on, we make the same noise and we do this salt and pepper shaker dance. And it's just like this really little thing that was so much fun on the trip that we've carried into our real life. So anyways, it's just one idea for you, you know, just like when you have those little tiny moments that come up, and obviously, we only do the salt and pepper shaker dance when this one song comes on the radio. But when I'm thinking back through the winter now, some of the times that I've actually burst out laughing or been so grateful for my life is when this salt and pepper shaker song comes on. So just something to keep in mind, like, is there a little moment you can kind of hold on to? that will make you forget about what's, you know, the winter, the winteriness around you. Uh, This is a really good one. It says just forgive yourself. Are you holding on to anger? Maybe you feel like you should be further along or more on track right now. Place your hand on your heart. 
close your eyes and say, I am sorry. I am so hard on you. I know you are doing the best you can. I forgive you and I will be more kind and compassionate towards you. I really like that. That's really good. Uh, bring creativity to your cooking. Obviously, I do a lot of that with my HelloFresh. Learn something new. This is a great time to start listening to new audiobooks. There's a lot of really amazing ones out there. And sometimes I like to just randomly search for podcasts in the iTunes podcast store and just see what comes up. I'll just randomly search through like K-12 education podcasts or, you know, business podcasts or self-help podcasts, or I'll ask my friends. And sometimes just listening to a new podcast will really take my mind off of things. Um, Make a list of everything you love about yourself. Do something you've always wanted to do. This was a really bizarre one this next one and I read it and I was like should I even talk about this this is kind of (laughs) weird it says move the way that you feel don't be afraid to have some pep in your step I think I already said that today (laughs) get in touch with your inner child you know the one who loves skipping down the street jumping up and down or twisting and shouting and didn't care what people thought yes dance and sing like no one is watching so I was like, man, if I move the way I feel right now, I would look like a slug on the floor, just like, but all right, I get it. I get it. So when you're feeling good, maybe kick it up a notch, right? Dance to an upbeat playlist. I do that all the time. Have a one-on-one with yourself. Um, And that's just asking yourself questions, you know, like what makes you feel the most alive, joyful, happy write a love letter to the painful part of yourself. So like the pain part of you, I really like this idea. Um, You know, whatever inside, like we all have struggles, we all have things that we're dealing with, we've all have pain that we haven't recovered from. So could you write a letter to that pain point, and try to, you know, just really be honest with your feelings to yourself about how that pain has made you feel? I've never done that. I think that's really good. I think that's really, really good. Let's see. Do something different out of your routine. Mm, Read a good self-love, self-care book. Of course, that's awesome. Create a vision board for the future. A lot of people like to just use Pinterest for that too, just like a goal board or um, my favorite. I like looking at people's vacation boards. I don't even make my own. I just go look at other people's like, oh yeah, that place looks cool. That looks fun. And and you know what I love about social media and Pinterest is it's free. <laughs> you don't have to pay any money to go and browse things on social media or browse things on Pinterest. It doesn't cost you a dime to just go and look at pretty pictures. I, I really like that about social media. I know it gets a really bad rap and even my last episode was about social media trolls and dealing with negativity online, but it is a free, it's a free activity and you can either use it to bring yourself up or use it to compare yourself to other people and bring yourself down. I like to use it for just creativity ideas, just to spark enthusiasm within myself. And when I feel the opposite of that, like I feel like it's bringing me down and I just go do something else. (laughs) um let's see here uh yeah I think that's that's about all I want to share from that list it was a really good one now I did take a screenshot of a couple other ideas here let me see if I can bring them up real quick okay these are just some quick and dirty ideas (laughs) quick and dirty (laughs) 
I don't know why I said it like that. But anyway, just some fast ideas that you might want to try just just to put a new idea in your head because you never know when something new is going to make you feel better, right? Um, I love this one. Start a compliments file about yourself. Document all the great things that people say about you to read later. I do feel uncomfortable reading my own compliments, but you know, it could work for you. I don't know. Uh, Let's see here. Change up the way you make your decisions. So decide right now, do you usually use your head or your heart to make a decision? And then whichever one you use, try to do the opposite with your next decision. I really want to do an episode on intuition because I think it's a really interesting topic that we never really talk about. It might actually be my next episode. I haven't decided yet. Uh, Let's see here. Take a new way to work. Mixing up your routine in small ways will create a new neural pathway in the brain and it will keep it healthier. So that's good. I have such a short commute to work. I can't imagine changing it. There's pretty much only one way to get there. But I can imagine if you live in a bigger city, like that might work. Um, And that might be my problem right now. Is I just have, I don't have a lot of choices where I live on things to do or ways to go. And I've always been that kind of person who, like I used to walk to high school and my high school was at least three miles from my house, but I didn't like riding the bus. And so I remember my entire freshman year of high school, I walked to school and I would take a different way every single day. Um, sometimes I got a ride from, from people, but most of the time I walked and th- that just made my whole freshman year of high school so much more interesting to me anyway. And I don't really have some of those choices like I used to. <laughs> um, I really love this one. Fix a small annoyance at home that's been nagging you, like maybe a lost button, a drawer that's stuck, a light bulb that's gone. I feel like my whole life is just full of annoyances. (laughs) That sounds bad. We're actually going to do a pantry remodel the next week or two because we, we do have a drawer that's broken in our kitchen. And the pots and pans, it just sucks. It really it just sucks bending over to get these heavy pots and pans. So I'm like, we should redo the pantry so we can hang the pots and pans up in the pantry instead and get some pegboard. And I don't know how it's going to go. Usually when we try a do-it-yourself at-home makeover thing, it blows up in our face. We have horrible arguments and stop talking to each other for like two weeks. So I don't know how it's going to go, but we're both feeling really positive about it. Um, let's see, do a mini declutter. Totally agree. Unplug for one hour from your social media and your email, switch everything to airplane mode. I like to do that. I actually sometimes will just plug my phone in a different room and I just try to go do other things and forget about it. And those are some of my most uh, fun times (laughs) just being by myself. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I love doing this. This is one of my new favorite things. Edit your social media feed. Take out any negative people. Um, So instead of unfollowing people on Instagram and Facebook, I believe, you can actually just mute them and you just go and mute them. And I've probably done that to about 90% of my social social media feed. I'm just like, "Mm, do I really want to hear this anymore? Mute. (laughs) It sounds bad, and my husband did it to every single person he knows. 
<laughs> and on his social media, he only follows food, like food uh, insider and chefs. And like he muted everybody. I really hope none of my family members are listening to this, but he muted every single person i'm sure even me and then when he goes to bed at night and he's looking through social media he's so happy because he doesn't see anybody's like opinions or personal life drama all he sees food videos because he's just really passionate about cooking and he just loves it like he like he will scroll now on social media forever and if you look at his like how many followers he has or friends list it's it's very low because he he just is not into social media he just doesn't care about daily boring updates from people he hates that (laughs) Maybe your husband is the same way, but anyway, so now he absolutely loves his Facebook because all he follows are these cooking videos. And I mean, he is a much happier person. So I think you have to do what's right for you. Sometimes I will like mute people if I'm like, I don't know, if I feel jealous or like I'm comparing myself or maybe I feel like I don't know. I just like, I need a mix up. I'll go and mute someone for a few weeks, just kind of get them out of my head a little bit. And I know that sounds really weird and bad, but it's so much better than unfollowing someone and then making them mad. (laughs) All right, let's see here. Um, Oh, this is really good. It's like on your way to work, make your own beauty scavenger hunt. So find five unexpected, beautiful things on your way to work. I really like that. I think that's really cool. And I think you could do that just walking to your mailbox or maybe even around your house. Um, so yeah, I think I'm actually getting kind of bored of this list. (laughs) Is that on the list? Getting bored of your own show? (laughs) Anyway, there's so many different ideas here. I hope you took a couple things away from it. And just know that if you're feeling sad and you're feeling bummed out during January, you're not alone. A lot of us feel this way. Some people go and seek therapy, see a counselor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. I mean, go get help. If you're having bad thoughts about hurting yourself or that you just don't want to be alive anymore or that you just don't feel quite right, please, please, please go talk to a professional. This show is in no way trying to give you ideas if you're really feeling that bad. This is just for people like me who, you know, I've gone through these bouts where like two or three months, I'm just, just feel like this heavy cloud is hanging over my head. And it's super hard to work through. Like it is a struggle getting out of bed and feeling like my usual self. And so sometimes I need these lists of ideas to just change things up a bit and try something new and get back on the right right track. And like I said, it's a struggle. I'll go, you know, a whole week where I'm just feeling so horrible. And then I'll try some new things and I'll feel good for a few days and then I'll start feeling bad. So guess what I do? Try some more new things. Look up some more of these lists. I mean, just try things. Keep trying things until you get that pep back in your step. And maybe your whole January is just trying new things out just to keep yourself from going, you know, um, into a deep, dark depression. Just keep on trying things out and force yourself, force yourself to 
uh, try, try new things that might be a little scary for you or that your whole body is just like, nope, I really don't want to just give it a try. I mean, the worst that can happen is that you hate it and you never do it again. Right. (laughs) Okay. Frenzies. I hope you got some cool ideas and I hope that we can make it through this January. Let's do it together. Let's be strong. Let's do all the things. Let's just make it to February. That's what I want for all of us. But seriously, if you are feeling down, please, please, please go see a doctor. It's not worth risking your life over having really negative thoughts cycling through your head. I've been there. I've had to go to doctors when I've had negative things happening. And it's okay. Everyone goes through it. Okay. I love all of you. And I will talk to you next time. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Jen. Happy Jessica? What? (laughs) Oh no, I don't know how to stop.